MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Folks, we're going on grid. This is Sports Grid. Get on the grid. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, what's good, what's Gucci, what's up, everybody? Shout out to the Goon Squad. It is your boy, the closer, Chris Venture here in Studio 34 in Manhattan. Welcome in, everybody. Shout out to the Goon Squad. Uh, And, of course, I'm alongside George Kurtz, Fantasy Taz Jim Day. Once again, still under the weather. We hope he feels better, and we hope to have him back soon enough. I will not be here tomorrow, though, in fact, so maybe we'll have Jim Day tomorrow for the show. But Frank Stanford will get it done from the BFFs. That's my boy right there, and he'll get it covered. But let's welcome in everybody first. This is the Fantasy Football Frenzy. The number to call the show today, if you want your start-sit questions today from me and George, 844-843-6879. And, as, as usual, I want to say you can catch us every day from 1 to 2 p.m., Eastern Standard Time on the FNTSY Sports Network, on YouTube, on the Sports Grid Network, and we are extremely pleased to welcome the STIR audience, S-T-I-R-R, to the Sports Grid Network. Uh, Please join us every day for the best daily fantasy and gaming intelligence from our winning team of expert analysts. You want the edge, get on the grid, the Sports Grid, and of course on Zumo TV channel 719. There you go right there. George Kurtz, how you doing today, brother, on this uh, lovely Thursday? Well, I got to figure out how I can get it into my contract that I can have Fridays off. Uh, this is the <laughs> second Friday now that you have. This off, is it. This know, is the I, last one. I, I actually show I go. I come to the city last week. Like, oh, I'll, I'll meet Chris uh, last Friday. And you're nowhere to be found. Nowhere <laughs> to be found. No, Chris is off on Friday. Oh, isn't that nice? <laughs> well, well, well here, here's the difference. Oh, you and you and Jim get to. Stream from, you know, the comfort of the, the humble abode. Uh, I, on the other hand, have to come in. You know, I do graphics for other shows. I do production for other shows. So I do a lot of stuff. Uh, so when I'm off, I'm off. You know what I'm saying? But that's it for the rest of the season. You will have me for the rest of the NFL season. That's for sure. All right, guys. <laughs> so there you go right there. Um, but hopefully we have Jim Day back soon. And hopefully he's feeling better. Uh, latest news Around Jim, thera- Theraflu, Jim. I heard I heard you yesterday, man. Theraflu. Theraflu? Like like the whole box. 
he's he sounded bad, man. I, he's he's definitely got a little uh, congested, a little pre-flu. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that that wasn't good at all. Yeah, I see, but I wonder. See, my thing is, is it worth it to get the flu shot? Because I feel oh, like the flu shot. My can wife give and I fight about flu. this. Yeah, my wife and I fight about. My wife's a nurse. My wife's an RN, and she she uh, wants. Uh, to get um, me to get, the, I, I won't get it. I'm, I don't like needles. I mean, uh, I really don't, but I'm with you with what you're going. You sort of, you, you get the flu and the flu shot. And last year she made my oldest daughter get the flu shot. My oldest daughter got sick for four days then. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, what's the purpose now? Exactly. Cause you're, you're getting them sick. So now you're hoping to prevent it twice. You're giving it once. You know, really to pay off, they have to get sick again. Maybe she would have, maybe she wouldn't have. I don't see the point. Now, if, you don't, if you're going to get it automatically anyway, no, thanks. Right. So, uh, yeah, I'm not really a, uh, I'm not someone who does it. Meaning. Uh, but mainly because I don't want to go through the pain of getting the shot. Yeah, you I know, don't no like thanks. needles. I'm with you. Nope. Needles nope. make me queasy. I'm not going to There will lie. be no holes in my body where <laughs> holes were not intended to be. Especially, yeah, I mean, listen, and you're, you know, strong adult male. I'm strong adult male. We're not talking about, like, young, young kids. Yeah, that's a little worrisome. Older people who may be a little sick or their immune system is not very good. I understand maybe getting the flu shot, but once again, there's that risk that you actually get the flu. So uh, I don't know how worth it it is, but I digress. Let's talk about some of the latest around the NFL as we head into week 10, as it is important because we're down here in the home stretch, uh, as George says. Uh, and Adam Thielen hamstring didn't practice again Thursday. Don't expect him to play. If you have Adam Thielen, he's not going to play this week probably. So week 11 looks like the target date. And even then, you're hoping for the best. Uh, Amari Cooper actually is visiting a doctor to go over his MRI and won't practice today. So keep your eye on that if you're an Amari Cooper owner. And I know with six teams on the bye, buy Mageddon over here. Uh, you know, shout out to the BFS for that one. I mean... It's tough. You know, losing Amari Cooper is a huge loss. So we got to talk about some sneaky starts today. And that's what I really want to do is get into some guys that might pop in the absence of others, guys on bye weeks and things like that. Uh, Le'Veon Bell will be limited in practice today, but uh, I'm pretty sure I think he should be okay going into this week. I won't be too worried. Kamara, Coach Payton says, fully expects Kamara to suit up Sunday against the Falcons. So good news there for Kamara owners. Waiting for your elite running back, your top five fantasy pick this year, finally coming back. I know that suck stinks for uh, Lat Murray owners because he's been playing great, but Kamara's the guy. Uh, I'm sure Murray will get a lot of touches too. Now, after he what he's shown lately, you'll see both these guys get involved a lot. I think moving forward, uh, I don't even want to talk about Antonio Brown. I really don't. Uh, I'm tired of the Antonio Brown thing that he's still in the media making noise. Uh, so we'll forget about that for now. And the other thing I want to mention, I won't mention Des Bryant, who wants to come back to the NFL. Uh, he plans on reaching out to NFL teams. Uh, Sterling Shepard's seri- they're seriously considering placing Shepard on the injured reserve for concussion-like symptoms. So that's some of the latest news right now. I know David Johnson looks like he wants to play this week. I'm not so sure how healthy he is, but he's itching to play. Uh, so I don't know what, th- what happens with Kenyon Drake. We can get into that after the break, George, but we'll see. Uh, shout out to the Goon Squad. Give us a call. If you got starts here, questions, like I said, 844-843-6879. George Kurtz, your boy, the closer, Chris Venture, Fantasy Football Frenzy on a hot Thursday. Keep it going. Right back. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. 
you'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C. And trending topics on social media. As well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. What's Gucci? What is up, everybody? Welcome back in to the Fantasy Football Frenzy. George Kurtz. Boy, the close Chris Venture, Jim Day, hopefully back tomorrow. We'll see what happens with that up in the air. All right. Like I said, 844-843-6879 is the number to go is the number to call. And don't forget to get on the grid, the sports grid. All right. So went over basically most of the uh injury reports out there. I know there's others waiting to hear on. Chris Herndon is one I think is very interesting this week. Uh, but let's start with a uh, little Thursday night football preview here, okay? Um, let's throw up that, that Thursday night football. So you have it right there. Thursday night football, Los Angeles Chargers at the Oakland Raiders tonight. Chargers are minus one and a half favorites on the road in Oakland, George. Over under 48 and a half. Uh, and I just put some fantasy football starters that you know you're going to start in tonight's game and not really have to worry about it. And I think that's... Running backs, Melvin Gordon, Austin Eckler, and Josh Jacobs. Wide receivers, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, I'm throwing in there, and Tyrell Williams. And then tight ends, Darren Waller and Hunter Henry, both their tight ends. Uh, I'm not so sure you're starting either one of these defenses, especially not Oakland's defense, but what about the Chargers defense, George? Or is there anything else that you might be thinking about starting tonight in fantasy for, uh, for this game? Well, I'd rather not start the Chargers defense, but there are six teams on by. You could be stuck. I mean, uh, maybe you have no choice. New England's on by. Right? Got to start somebody for them. So I could see that being an issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I said, in a perfect world, mm, no, I don't want to start the Chargers defense. They've been okay. They had a great game last week against Green Bay. They showed up. Yep. The team should be feeling it somewhat. They win tonight. They're right back in the wild card hunt. Whichever team wins tonight is really in the wild card hunt. Uh, yeah. This is the last, I believe it's the last primetime game for the Raiders in Oakland. Right, they're going to Vegas. So maybe that means something. Maybe it doesn't. Uh, the bottom line for me is I think points are going to be put up on the board here, especially on the Chargers side, especially on the passing side. I think all the plays you mentioned, uh, you know, Mike Williams, Hunter Henry, Kyle Allen. Uh, Kyle Allen. Honey, uh, <laughs> Keenan Allen. Uh, hey, I was just answering a question on Twitter. Someone asked about Kyle Allen, or more specifically about the weather in Green Bay and uh, Allen on uh, Sunday. Right. Uh, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen has been somewhat of an enigma lately. You're starting him. I have in the league. I have to start him, but he's been you know, more quiet than not since Gordon came back. So that's somewhat concerning. Rivers has eyes, and I mean big time eyes for Hunter Henry of late. Yeah, yeah. Hunt, Henry Henry has been eating uh, a lot for the Chargers since he's been back. He's always loved the tight end Rivers. I mean, he's ha- had Antonio Gates his whole career, who's a Hall of Fame, elite, top. Is he the best tight end to ever play the game? Based on longevity numbers accrued, Antonio Gates. I would say he is right. Uh, I wouldn't. I don't even think he's all that close to the best ever. 
it really depends on what you're looking for in a tight end. Tight end is a weird position because do you want someone who can block? Right. Do you want someone who could just catch the ball? I mean, if it's That's just true. about catching the ball, like, you know, Kellen Winslow back in the day was great. I mean, yeah. Shannon Sharp. I mean, man, he was fantastic. He, was, he wasn't a tight end. He was really an, a, a hybrid wide receiver tight end, but he rarely stayed at the block. But he was a nightmare right. in the open field. No one could, He was a, a major mismatch there. So it really depends on what you're looking for. Tony Gonzalez with Atlanta. He's definitely top Kansas three, City. Yeah. He might be not, he might be number one, right? You know, so I'd have a tough time saying Antonio Gates is one, but like I said, it's a tough position to judge because it's what are you looking for? Most teams will probably want that hybrid guy who can block and catch the ball. Gronk was very good at both. Right, Gronk could pancake you, and we know what he could do as a receiver. So one of the reasons why Dallas brought back Jason Witten, not so much for his ability to catch the ball. I think Blake Jarwin's probably a better receiver than Witten at this point, but Witten is a much better blocker. Gives that sixth offensive lineman. Yeah, so it really we, depends on what, what you're looking for there. By the way, Witten is not in the conversation for best ever. I'm just giving you an example right. of what some teams are looking for. Right, right. And, and you have to take in the factor of if you're a great blocking tight end and you're a great pass-catching tight end, that should hold a lot of weight. But in terms Absolutely. of receiving tight ends and you know great, talented, athletic tight ends and long careers, Gates is definitely up there. And that's a great discussion to have at some point. Top three tight ends, top five tight ends. But we do actually have a caller on the line, Kyle from Virginia is on the line. My man, Kyle, what's good with you, my dude? Shout out to the Goon Squad. What's up? Um, thanks for taking the call. Um, I got a double uh, flex question. I need uh, two Audis, four. Uh, okay. Tyrell Williams, Zach Pascal, uh, Damian Williams, or Calvin Coleman. Hi, Williams. Uh, take a uh, two out four. Okay. So you ha- you said Zach Pascal, Ty Williams. Uh-huh. Pascal, Ty Williams, Damian Williams, and Tevin Coleman. Right. Okay. So you're starting how many? Two. Two. Uh, I'm starting two. I got a double flex. And would you move one of the receivers for from uh, Amari Cooper since he's injured to the wide receiver two to flex? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on – when the rest of you guys are playing too, but well, um, you, can, you can put Cooper in your flex right now just to so, solve that problem. Right, I'm going to start Ty Williams anyway tonight. Okay. So uh, I'm not worried. I'm, I'm not going to start Damian Williams. I'm assuming this is PPR also, but Kyle dropped, so we don't know uh, for sure. Uh, I was assuming, if no one says, I assume PPR. Right, because right now I know we call it standard, but really PPR is standard. Right. Uh, I mean, I I play in 12 leagues. None of them are standard. Yep. And I don't do it on purpose. That's just what people invited me to. Exactly. Uh, I'm with you with that. I'd like so. to hear a breakdown from Jim. He's what plays. I wonder how many standard uh, non-PPR leagues he plays. Yeah. Probably none, uh, too. No, nah, if he plays in 120, I, it's got to be some. One or, you 10, know, maybe. I think that'd be the high end, but he's got to play in some. Anyway, Pascal against Miami's a must for me. Yeah. I mean, there's no, uh, no corners in Miami. No, Probably no T.Y. Hilton. I know they're saying there's a chance there. I think that's just all, uh, for, you know, oh, he's, out. Yeah, he's, he's out, out. right? I, I think he's, I don't think he's going to play. All right. So I'm starting Pascal. Campbell's so really comes down too. to who's out. Campbell's out too. So it comes down to Ty Williams or Coleman. Coleman against Seattle Monday night. Mm-hmm. Or Ty, Ty Williams tonight. <sighs> that's tough. I that think... is tough. We got burned last week by Coleman, right? Right. He got, actually, he got a touchdown last week. It was called back. So uh, it could have been better, but we got burned. It ended up being a throwing game there. Right. As, uh, as Arizona took, wanted to take away the running game, forced Garoppolo to beat them, which he did. I Seattle could look to do something similar, although their secondary is poor. So maybe the game plan is to throw the ball here. Right. I think, once again, I'm, I'm definitely starting Pascal, Kyle. No doubt in my mind there. If you want to play it safe, if that's what you're looking for, you go Tevin Coleman. And you, you, you take your chance there. If you're looking for more upside here, I'm going with Carr. And Ty Williams tonight. Yeah. And I, I think it's, uh, for me, it's going to be Ty Williams, I think. Unless, like I said, unless I really want to play it safe, and I want to guarantee I get eight to ten points. But I'm going to play for double, uh, double digits and up here. I think this is a throwing game tonight. I think well, the team's going to score points. I think the, I think the Chargers are going to score points tonight, which means the Raiders have no choice. We saw what the Detroit, Stafford, Galladay, and Marvin Jones did to that Oakland defense. Right. So I think Chargers are going to be able to do it as well, which forces Oakland to throw the ball to keep up. I'm going to go Ty and Pascal. Okay, so Ty Williams and Pascal. Yeah, I like that too. Uh, yeah, especially since the Chargers, yeah, I know they've looked better of late. They've been, get, been able to get more pressure on the quarterback and stuff like that. But I think 
that uh, there'll be enough volume here. And Ty's really the guy there. I know Renfro has been coming along, and I think Renfro's a sneaky ad this week, not only an ad, but Agreed. a play if you're pretty desperate. But, um, yeah, I, I think that Ty's the guy, and he'll get his targets. Waller's also, also the guy there. By too. starting Ty, he puts him in his uh, wide receiver slot and putting Cooper in the uh, flex spot. If something happens where Cooper doesn't play Sunday night, and all reports are Cooper will, which is precautionary the MRI, but right. if he doesn't play, you got Coleman. Right. You got Coleman going Monday night, you're covered. So you have Cooper or Coleman in the uh, flex. Good point. Flex. You could so, uh, swap that out. All right, that's the way I'm going to attack that. There you go right there. All right, thanks for the call, Kyle, from Virginia. And uh, got a minute before the end of the break, but give us more calls, 844-843-6879. We'll take your start sick questions. We'll get into some sneaky starts, some other stuff. Uh, we talked about tonight's game. I don't think there's really anybody we missed in tonight's game, right, in terms of who you want to start. We said Melvin Gordon, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Hunter Henry on the Chargers side. We said Josh Jacobs. Rivers and Carr. Well, so you got Rivers and Carr. Now, that's the question. I didn't put him there because it's not like you need to start either one of them. You might have a better quarterback that's playing later in the week. But, you know, if you got, let's say, Watson on the bye or Mahomes who might not play, then you could consider Carr or Rivers. Actually, I think Carr might be pretty good play tonight, too. Uh, both might be. Uh, but we'll talk about it right after the break. Shout out to the Goon Squad. We'll be right back. Fantasy Football Frenzy on a Thursday. You heard? Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Well, this is a Jim Day tune right here all the way. Shout out to Fantasy Taz Jim Day and welcome back Fantasy Football Frenzy with George Kurtz and the close of Chris Ventra. And uh, we were just talking about the, um, I don't know. What were we talking about, George? Thursday night game. Rivers and Carr. Rivers and Carr. Okay. So, Brian, who works in, in, in the pit, uh, obviously plays fantasy and all that. He does our show. So, shout out to him. He does a great job. Music and all that. He, uh, 
He says he's starting Rivers tonight because he has Watson on the bye. And I said, who, who else is out there during the break? And he said, Jimmy Garoppolo's out there, but I don't want to do that. He's too hit or miss. I'd rather start Rivers. I get it, but I don't know. What do you say? I think that's a 50-50. I think Garoppolo could have just as good of a game against Seattle on Monday night at home uh, as Rivers will have tonight against Oakland. Would you go Rivers or would you wait and go with Garoppolo or plug in Rivers tonight? Rivers or Garoppolo is tough. Uh, I get it. Uh, why he's going Rivers. Rivers is the safer play here. Uh, he's just a, we know that he's going to throw some. That's what he does. Uh, it's a decent matchup against a weak Oakland secondary. The Seattle secondary is terrible, but yes. San Fran is a running team. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those questions you have to ask, what is San Fran going to do? They're going to run. You know, yeah. they, are, they, are they going to play to their strength, which is running, or are they going to play to the defense's weakness, which is throwing? I always wonder how coaches make up this one. Do you play to your strengths or do you play to the, to the defense's weaknesses? Uh, I do think this. I think they'll throw the ball more than normal because I think Garoppolo proved to them last week, hey, I can do it. I can do it when I have to. I think maybe in some way Shanahan was waiting for that. For Garoppolo to pl- uh, prove to him that, hey, I won't turn the ball over six times. I can win a game when the running game's not working. So I think they'll throw the ball more here, but not a lot, not unless they have to. Not unless, once again, Coleman, Breeder, Moster, whoever else is there is not getting the job done. Right. Then they have to throw the ball. Or they're behind. If you're behind, then you sort of have no choice as well. Right. Uh, I think I'd go with Rivers here as well. I think he is the safer play. But I agree with what you're saying. that it's, This is not cut and dry to me. If he would have said, I'm, I'm going with Garoppolo, I would have argued it. I would, I would, I would make the same exact argument. Well, once again, there's more upside with Garoppolo because it's a weak secondary. But Rivers uh, is probably your safer play there. So I think it, uh, I don't think this really is one you can debate one way or the other. I'm sure Jim Day hates uh, Garoppolo. He would yeah. Rivers a hundred times out of a hundred. I, I think ha- half of J- Jim Day's hate for Garoppolo is just because my extreme love for Garoppolo. Jim Day is putting the bait out there, and you take it. Every I take time. it every time. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's, it's funny. He tried, he tried to do the <laughs> same thing with me by criticizing Dallas. Yeah. yeah. He think, and he's, he wants me to take the bait. I don't take it. You know, I like uh, to take it. I like to play the games. I'll go back and forth. Oh, it's him. fun. It's uh, fun hearing you two go back and forth. You know, and Minshew, like, you know, Minshew, I want to, you know, like, get on him hard about Minshew. Now, bye-bye Minshew for, for Jim Day because uh, his last performance, even though he did throw for 300 yards, but I'll give credit where credit's due. That's what I'm saying. Now, here's the thing, though. This is something you got to look deeper into, I think, because, one, first of all, now I hate to go by just, like, talking about game script. You know, I'm not so huge on just game script, but the game script in the Monday night game, like I said, it's a huge game for both teams. I don't think San Francisco's D is going to be able to dominate in this game. Russell Wilson is the MVP candidate right now, right, guys? So we're talking about a guy who's on point. He's on the top of his game, a quarterback that's clutch, that gets things done. He'll keep this game close, no matter what it takes, okay? Uh, you, you know, even if they can't even run the ball well with Chris Carson, I think Russell Wilson do whatever he has to do to keep this game tight. And because of that reason, if Seattle does stuff the run a little bit, if Coleman struggles or Breida struggles, and, you know, they're having trouble on the ground. I think Garoppolo might have to do a lot in this game, and I think he'll be able to because of Seattle's poor secondary. That's it's going to be ifs. a high-scoring game. What? That's a lot of ifs. It is a lot of ifs, but the game script I'm talking about. This game script looks like a high-scoring back-and-forth game to me. Uh, even though San, Fran, San Francisco's D is very good, maybe great, it does have its weaknesses. Showed weakness against Arizona, and now you're facing the MVP of the league at quarterback. So, but what the, what the San Fran D does well is pass defense. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm curious to see if Russell Wilson can light up this. I mean, I don't think he's going to do what he did against Tampa. But can he move the ball consistently through the air? It may not be easy. Richard Sherman's certainly not going to uh, make it easy on him. You know, he wants to uh, sort of a revenge game here, even though they play each other twice a year. So maybe it's uh, not quite that game. But I don't think the Cardinals move the ball on the ground. Yeah, which was surprising because we thought San Fran had a good run defense too. Right. You know, but I do wonder in some ways, it was a, that was a Thursday night game. Short week, and then the players weren't ready. Yeah. This one, that San Francisco has 11 days, right? Thursday, you play Monday, you got 11 days to prepare for this game. Yeah. Right? They've been preparing this game. Guy, I don't like when the NFL does this. Why do you give one team in a division game four extra days to prepare? Stupid. Right. And again, that uh, is very, very, it's a very big game in the season. Uh, Huge. keep saying, if San Fran wins, that division's over. If Seattle wins, well, they got a shot again. Right. So uh, it's a huge game Monday night. Uh, this sure might be the biggest Monday night game well, of the year so far. Oh, I think it is. There's any yeah. doubt about that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I think the San Fran D will be up. They'll play better. They won't make the same mistakes they made the last time. 
Uh, so I think it's uh, curious to me. I said I, I would go Philip Rivers. I have Rivers ranked higher, but I have Rivers at 11 and Garoppolo at 14. Yeah, so, so it's again, close. To- but it's I, close. I just want to say this before we end this segment about Rivers and Garoppolo and just quarterback streaming and who you want to start tonight because Carr is also an option. I know, shout out to Gabe Morenzi. He likes Carr a lot tonight too. I'm a little bit more worried because of the way the Chargers handled Green Bay last week. Maybe their defense is starting to come together a little bit, but I digress. Let's talk. The thing I'm looking at right now is Rivers' is numbers, right? In fantasy in particular. And in the last five weeks, he had 11.8 fantasy points in week nine last week against Green Bay, 12 against Chicago. Now that's Chicago. So I'll give him a pass there. Against Tennessee, 25.2. Against Pittsburgh, 18.8. And against Denver, 4.1. Because the touchdowns haven't really been there, right? Some picks here and there, too, whatever. And, uh, you know, against Chicago, we just didn't throw for a ton of yardage at all. So that's my issue. And, th- and this, these are numbers I'm looking at are six-point passing touchdown league. So he's only cracked 20 fantasy points against Tennessee once in the past five weeks. I don't know how safe, you know, I don't know. Is that, is that really safe or is it really, or is there just no upside, like, I don't know. I don't know what the situation is. I know it's a great matchup against Oakland, but I don't know. If there's options in the waiver pool, let's say, not just Jimmy G, let's say there's other options like, for instance, Brian Hoyer, who I think is in a, a terrible stream this week. Uh, I don't know if I just rush to plug Rivers in tonight. I don't know exactly how great he'll do in this game. They could blow out Oakland. I could see that happening too. Running all over them with Gordon and, and Eckler, and then maybe Rivers don't have to do too much either. I mean... This game could go a lot of different ways. The way Oakland's playing lately, I assume it'll be close, but you never know. Uh, so there you go right there. That's a close one. But, you know, go where you got. I guess go where you got. It, it's close enough to, uh, to make that decision like that. Uh, another guy, I think, that, you know, is a sneaky play this week, and we haven't really been talking about him much. I feel like he's kind of fell into the background lately in terms of fantasy, and that's uh, Kyla Murray, okay? Uh, I know the team hasn't been great. Uh, they've been up and down, and Murray has had his downs. But Kyler Murray, uh, you know, in this matchup, this is a beautiful matchup from at Tampa Bay. We always talk about how terrible that secondary is. Uh, I think Kyler Murray is a top, you know, 10 QB play this week uh, and probably should be a sneaky plug-in uh, at QB this week, uh, in week 10. What do you think, George? I mean, I do have a board of my sneaky plays, by the way, at one point we could get to. I agree with you. I've been saying it over and over again. That Tampa Bay secondary is the, the, the gift that keeps on giving. They're awful. Each and every week, they're just awful. They can't right. stop anybody. So I agree with each part of you. You said Kyler Murray's a top 10 play. I agree. I have a six. <laughs> so I have his better than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have him ahead of guys. I have him ahead of Matt Ryan. I have him ahead of Russell Wilson. I'm just worried about that Sam Frantino. It's ahead of, ahead of Dak Prescott. You know, obviously, I have Allen, Rivers, uh, Garoppolo, uh, Stafford. Mm-hmm. No, the guys. The only guys. The only guys I have ahead of him: Lamar Jackson, Pat Mahomes. Yes, I think he starts. Okay. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, and Winston himself. Winston. That's it. Yeah. Everybody else, I, I'll take Kyler Murray over everyone. It's not so much Murray. Murray's been solid. He hasn't been bad. Right. But that secondary. I don't think people realize how bad this. This is like you and I going in the second range. Ah, we'll just try and cover somebody. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's not. It's not going to work. Right. It's like Arizona secondary. I mean, obviously looks horrible as of late. And all year, really. And that's why Jameis Winston is such a good play. Points on the board here. Take the over. Yeah, so, so, and, and yo, that's definitely an over game. Uh, you know, Tampa Bay, Arizona. Uh, yeah, Jameis Winston against the Arizona secondary. He's up there, too. I get it. Kyler Murray, though, let me just say this. Against San Francisco this past week, he was 70%, 70, almost 71% in completion percentage. Uh, 241 yards, two touchdowns, no picks, five rushes, 34 yards. That's 27 fantasy points in a six-point passing touchdown league. Pretty good against San Fran. So Let's keep in mind, a big chunk of that came on that one play. Big yeah, chunk of so, that is what? Uh, came on that one play. The oh, yeah. touchdown, yeah. And that was late in the game. It busted. Uh, Andy Isabel. Bust play, right. Andy Isabel, yeah. So, now, listen, they count. I, and I hate when people say that. Well, if you take away the 80-yard touchdown, well, well they happens. count. Yeah, they I mean, count. Hey, you know, I can't take it away. There's blown plays I, every week. Uh, right, you're right. You're absolutely right. And uh, you know, you don't think everybody uh, benefits off of uh, long gains. It's very rarely uh, the guy gets a 5.2 average where he had five yards every carry. Generally, right. there's some 20 and 30 yarders in there that helped. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that always annoys me. But 
once again, just something worth pointing out. But I still it, love it. It was worth pointing out. All right, real quick before we head to the break, we do have someone on the line, Kevin from North Carolina. Shout out to the Goon Squad. Kevin, what's up? Make hey, what's this going quick. on? Yep. What's up, brother? Hey, yeah, just real quick. So I have just, uh, I just have a running back situation. So who would you bench out of these four? Because I only have three spots. Uh, Chubb, Mac, Montgomery, or Henry? Chubb, uh, Marlon, Mac, Montgomery, or Henry? Okay, so he's gone. So there, that was a quick question. And we might have time to answer it after the break, but I think he, st- he said pick three. George? Yeah, you got to bench one. Montgomery or Henry. Henry's got too good of a matchup, so I'm starting him. Uh, I'm probably benching. Wow. I can see his problem. Yeah, I'm probably benching Mac. Same thing. That's the guy on. I mean, Chubb has the worst matchup, but you can run on Buffalo. I'm going to bench Mac. I don't want to, but he's got other better backs. Yeah, those are really good backs. That's a good problem to have there, uh, Kevin. So, but we say Mac here on the Fantasy Football Frenzy. Hope we help you out there. Uh, those other three, rock solid. All right, Fantasy Football Frenzy on a Thursday. One more segment to go. George Kurtz, your boy, the close Chris Vetra. We'll finish it off nice. See you guys soon. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Shout out to the chat. Shout out to the Goon Squad. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Frenzy. Nice song there, Brian. Nice song choice right there. Uh... Shout out to Take It To The Hizzy in the chat. You said, oh, I hate those picks. I'm not quite sure what you were referring to. If you could clarify that, that'd be great. Bringing the PDFs this week. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, we got a new actual um, PDF to throw up right now. I'm going to give you, George, before we head to the end of the program, because since I won't be here tomorrow, sorry, guys, it's the last time you will have me for the rest of the season, the playoffs, the championship, et cetera. Um, Pro Bowl, the Pro Bowl. Nobody cares about the Pro Bowl. <laughs> it's the worst, pro, the worst All Star slash Pro Bowl type game you can have in sports. But I digress. All right, 
So throw up this board. These are my sneaky starts for week 10 right here, George. So quarterback, Kyler Murray at Tampa Bay. I guess it's not sneaky, but I feel like he's not really being talked about enough or being, uh, especially in this matchup. on the ESPN, right? He gets in consensus and the fantasy pros. I don't know if I can call him sneaky. People are talking about him. Okay, so maybe not sneaky, but I think it's a, a good stream play, let's say. Like, it's not, gonna, it's not a guy you start every week, Kyler Murray. Jimmy Garoppolo versus Seattle, of course. I, I, I like it a lot this week. You got Watson on the bio, whatever else. Uh, I think it's a good plug-in. Uh, and Hoyer slash Brissett versus Miami, obviously. Great streaming option this week. Uh, it's tough to decide. I mean, like I picked up Hoyer in one league that I have Watson. Brissett's already owned by somebody else. So I'm hoping Brissett doesn't play, even though that's, you know, not a gr- great thing to say for Brissett. But, you know, I want Hoyer in the game against Miami. But either one, whichever one starts... That's a really good start, obviously, this week. Running backs, Ronald Jones. I think Ronald Jones at this point, now that he's got the confidence from the coaching staff, they say he's going to start. He's going to get a a lot bulk of the touches. And last week he had a ton of touches uh, against Arizona, who's weak against everything. Uh, I think this is just a great flex play this week. Joe Mixon versus Baltimore, who's had his ups and downs. The team's bad. Finley coming in. I know there's a lot to hate here, but I think there's going to be a lot of volume. And Baltimore isn't that great against the run in general. So, uh, I think that's a good start. Obviously, you see a wide receiver, Sammy Watkins at Tennessee, Hollywood Brown at Cincinnati, Robbie Anderson versus the New York Giants is terrible secondary. Tight end, Chris Herndon versus the Giants. If he's healthy and he doesn't have a limitation on him, I think you should plug him in if you got troubles at tight end. O.G. Howard versus Arizona. This is a real dart throw. Uh, Howard's healthy. He's good to go this week. And Arizona, once again, a team to take advantage of. Vance McDonald at home against the Rams. Uh, McDonald had a touchdown last week. Seems like he's getting a little bit more involved. I don't think it's a great play, but I think it's a sneaky play if you're pretty desperate at tight end. And let's face it, a lot of people are desperate at tight end. And then the defense is, of course, New York Giants at New York Jets. Uh, the Jets just have been looked, have looked awful lately offensively. I think the Giants, who have been playing a little better, getting turnovers here and there. Uh, I think you could get a little pop from them. Detroit Lions at Chicago Bears. Mitchell Trubisky is just horrible. So I think the Lions could get do some damage on defense this week against the Bears. So that's my list right there. George, you want to critique on it, add to it, give us some some starts that, you know, for people who have the, the Bimageddon this week that might help them out. <laughs> the Bimageddon. Is that where we're at? I got that from BFFs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, I think I've heard that in past years. That's, that's pretty funny. I kind of <laughs> like that. Uh, listen, quarterbacks you could look at here. Uh, Daniel Jones, uh, Giants. I know he's turning the ball over a lot, but still, uh, he's, I think, an option this week because the Jets, they're, they're terrible, right? Right. Uh, I don't think anybody's doubting that. Ryan Tannehill, I mean, this guy's put up with like, like at least it. 19. Yeah. Right. He's put at least 19 fantasy points in every game. He's played. I was taking over starting off Mariota. He's played well. I know I'm starting him this week for Deshaun Watson in a uh, super flex league. That I uh, picked up Tannehill, so I think he's an option for me there. I agree. As someone I listen, I'm not looking to break the bank here; just uh, sort of a placeholder there. Obviously, uh, if Kamara were to miss a game, he's not going to. But Murray's a play there uh, for New Orleans. But they say he's fine. That Kamara is going to play. You know, once again, what are they going to say? Yeah, uh, that he's not going to play. I, I'm sure he. Uh, listen, they they all lie. This is what they do. They yeah. lie, 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 lie. They throw the wool. Uh, yeah, you know your uh, your free Rojo move. Uh, you know, I like that as well. He should be able to do some damage here. And as, I, as Jim said earlier in the week, I don't know what Tampa's doing. Keep giving the ball to Barbara. Yeah, Rojo, he may not be a true RB1, but he's your RB1. And he's better than Barbara. Right. So give him the ball. I mean, literally, give him the ball. Uh, deeper leagues, you want to go McKissick on Detroit? I can see it. Someone's got to run the ball there. Uh, and you can run the ball in Chicago since they had the injury. Right. You know, uh, you Mix. can run the ball. So uh, something it's worth looking at there. Once again, deeper leagues or because uh, buy him again. Uh, is, there a, <laughs> is there a running back? Because that's what I'm saying. Like I had Ronald Jones up there and I forgot who the other running back was I had up there. Oh, Mixon. But Mixon obviously is a guy you're probably playing anyway. I mean, it's not really like I guess. Sneaky. Right. That, that, that's not another radar. He, he's just falling from there, an RB1 to an RB2. Right. That's the, all. The problem Mixon. I'm finding is like, is there an under the radar start at running back? Like, well, no, you don't have enough week? of them anyway. There's just not enough, right? Another, right? There's just not enough to go. There's not enough to go around at draft day. We're when we're within season. You know, you just look. I mean, Jamal Williams is a, is a must start. 
for most people. Yeah, you know, that's a, that's a good one. I like that one. Yeah, but but I, I already consider him a, a must start anyway. Really? Yeah. You know, even okay. though these guys scoring touchdowns each and every week. And as I uh, so I just answered a question in Twitter, Green Bay is going to look to get Aaron Jones involved this week. I think they realized they made a mistake last week and sort of forgetting about Jones, especially in the passing game. They're going to look to get Jones involved. That could hurt uh, Williams somewhat, but Williams has been productive of late. Yeah. So I don't think they're going to forget about him completely. I think he's still going to have a fine game as well. Our receivers, I mean, we, we've mentioned Pascal this entire week as somebody I think you want to put in your lineup. No, T.Y. Hilton's not playing. Uh, you mentioned Robbie Anderson as a sneaky. I agree. I mean, you, you can throw on the Giants, whether or not Donald can get them the ball. Anyone's uh, guess here. Danny Amendola, when we got sneaky play, yeah, PPR, PPR leagues. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like that. Uh, both receivers in uh, for Tennessee. If we like Tannehill, going up against KC, Mahomes should play. Uh, so I think uh, points we put up on the board there. So it's somebody I might want uh, want to go to Corey there. Corey Davis or AJ Brown? You're saying like either one. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't want to go both, but either one. Uh, AJ Green's not going to play, so maybe Auden Tate is back involved here. Yeah, I like uh, that the, one. And, and listen, I uh, I lost a bet on uh, Monday night. I had over under two and a half catches with Darius Slayton. Surprised he didn't get more than that. But I think Darius Slayton against the Jets once again. Someone's got to catch the ball on the outside there. Right. It's not going to be the entire Golden Tate show. No Evan Ingram. No Evan so that Ingram. takes it away. Right. I mean, maybe once again, tight end. Maybe you want to go Red Ellison. You mentioned Hunter Renfro earlier in the show as well. I think that's a, uh, a decent play. I did pick him up in one league, or I'm trying to pick him up. I, think, I don't know if I won that waiver claim. So uh, he's somebody I want there. Tight end, just mentioned Ellison. Uh, Witten on the Cowboys. These guys all outside of the top uh, 12. Delaney Walker's not going to play. Janu Smith is involved. As you can see, I like. I tend to like everybody on Tennessee this week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kyle Rudolph, you know, Dallas. We saw it last week. They have trouble covering tight ends. So Kyle Rudolph's in play. Vance McDonald has fallen outside of the top 12 again. You mentioned O.J. Howard. Uh, tough me to it's recommend risky. him right now. It's very they just risky. don't use him. They don't use tight ends. They just don't. Mm -hmm. And Jim's been up in, you know, on that soapbox for most of the year, and he's absolutely correct. Herndon, he's a guy. He's my favorite. I'm going to yeah. need to see him play first. Going to need to see him. He had a Even limited, if he, there's no limitations. They thought he would have a full practice yesterday. He didn't. He had a limited practice. So. If he has a full practice, I don't think he'll have a table. If he has a full practice tomorrow, yes, my mind might change. If I can see if I have a full practice. He's limited okay. today, limited tomorrow. Unless I'm desperate and in one league I just might be, and he's available, and I do have him circled, and he's on my scout list. Someone I might have to pick up uh, mm -hmm. if, uh, if I like what I see. It's pretty, pretty much either him or Jimmy Graham in that league who's still available. Uh, <laughs> and I probably like Herndon a little bit more, which is what's scary. Yeah, but that I, that, scary. That's, that's where I'm going right now. I think Herndon, I need to see him play. Right. The, the one thing I would say is Rhett Ellison, I would say it would be really deep and kind of desperate because I also, there's one other guy I kind of like this week, kind of sneaky too, Mike Gusecki, who had, what, seven, eight targets last week? Something like no, that. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. So I, I think Gusecki, you know, is a better play than um, Rhett Ellison, just for the simple Agreed. fact that he's more talented and he's getting targets. Uh, Agreed. Yeah, he had six targets last week, six catches, 95 yards. I mean, that's definitely a play, especially with the tight end landscape going on right now. So I don't know if you have to stoop so deep as to get to Rhett Ellison, but those other guys I like, definitely. Jonu Smith, uh, like you said, yeah. Uh, OJ's really deeper. I, I would might, might even go Gusecki over OJ. Like OJ I would, Howard has more, his, he has more talent than these guys, right. but they're just not using him. Right. They would have to use him. It's almost like you, you want to see him, him pop off in this game. But this is the game where you would hope he would because, you know, obviously playing Arizona. Uh, we mentioned a bunch of wide receiver options. There's always a bunch of great, sneaky wide receiver plays out there because that's just the way the landscape is. I mean, there's so many wide receivers playing and so many that get hurt because there's just more of them playing. Uh, so... Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of good ones out there. Devontae Parker, I think you, you almost have to play. Uh, and we are looking into the uh, studio, I guess, right now. <laughs> I don't know why that happened. It's a beautiful studio it is. Uh, to the restaurant, that is. Uh, Versa. Nobody's, so on, nobody's, Versa. On, nobody's on the perch. <laughs> there you go, right there. I think Robbie Anderson can give you, in this, in this, in this week especially, I know he's been quiet, so it's hard, hard to want to start him. But if you got... You know, uh, DeAndre Hopkins on a bye. Or if Amari Cooper's out, if Thielen's out. You could plug him in. I think one big play is all it takes for him to pop off uh, in, in fantasy. One big play will get you 10 fantasy points. So, uh, and he's been getting targeted. It's not like he hasn't been on the field. He's been getting all, basically all the snaps. He's been on the field almost 90% of the time, basically. 85% of the time. And he's been getting targets. He's out there. So, 
Uh, in this game against the Giants, where you got a nice matchup, I think Robbie could pop off. Like you said, the running backs are just the hardest ones. It's just hard to find running backs that you want to plug in that are sneaky right now if you're in trouble at running back. Uh, you're basically screwed if you don't have anything. Once again, if they have a heartbeat, they're playing anyway. What about Tariq Cohen? What do you think about Tariq Cohen? This uh, I've had him in a, in a deeper league all season. Yeah, it's, it hurts it, me. You know, I mean, uh, it's that league that Jim Day used to be the commissioner of the uh, 32 teams, 40-man rosters. Uh, I'm not starting him this week. I mean, I, I, I got other, I got very good. I have a whole bunch of name backs, and I have to make a decision each week. I got guys like Marlon Mack. I got Devonta Freeman, Melvin Gordon, Tariq Cohen. And I think I have somebody yeah. else in there as well. Uh, that's a name. Everybody Cohen should I obviously just sit in that one, obviously. You yeah. have three. Well, that, that, in that league, you know, I do get return yardage points. Okay. You know, so you get well, one point for every 10 yards on punt returns and kick returns. So that does help there. Uh, but even that, I'm, I'm benching him this week. He's just done nothing. He's just done nothing. Yeah. You would think with Trubisky, right? You would think with Trubisky having all his problems, he would do dump offs. You know, hit, hit Terry Cohen in the flat. Let's see what he can do. But they don't even do that. This offense is a mess right now that they have figured out. Well, it looks like they figured out Montgomery, right? They're letting him run the ball. But the passing game is still a mess. I lost a week, a week last week because Allen Robinson won freaking catch. I know. Against the Philadelphia secondary. One. <laughs> he has two catches, I win. Yeah. And it's crazy because he's been, he's been great all year pretty much. Consistent, right? For the most part. Last week. Has he had any other dud weeks besides uh, this past week? I didn't check that, but uh, I mean, he was an easy start. It's one of those things where the, uh, you know, the uh, the yeah. thinking was right, but the outcome just didn't work out for you. I mean, it was at the Philadelphia secondary that had been once again the gift that keeps on giving to everybody, which might once again might show you how bad uh, Trubisky is or the uh, coaching staff is. They couldn't do anything. Yeah. Couldn't do anything, even in the second half where things were moving well. They couldn't do anything. I mean, I know Robinson came up and he, you know, one of those. Uh, Deep balls where he, came, he had it in the air, then he came down when he landed. He, you know, when his back hit, the ball popped, popped out. out. I was like, yeah. oh, great. You know, that, that's <laughs> going to cost me. To answer your question, uh, Lancey was by far the worst. His worst before this was 441 at Denver in week two. Everything else been good. Four for 41? Yeah. Four for 41. Yeah. Other than that, he had uh, six for 60 was his next worst. Seven for 75 for 62. Yeah. And there you go. And that's the thing. Like last year, I had Allen Robinson, and he killed me because of inconsistency, because of Trubisky's play. And I was worried about that this year. But so far, he's been great, and he proved me wrong. But look, you have games like this where he's got one catch. Like, it just doesn't make sense. He's your number one wide receiver. Uh, and Cohen not even getting the targets lately either. So hard to trust anybody on the Bears right now. All right. There you go for Fantasy Football Frenzy. We gave you our sneaky starts and everything else. Hopefully, Jim Day back tomorrow for George Kurtz, your boy, the closer, Chris Ventra. See you next time. Have a good weekend. Good luck, Goose Squad. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast. To start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm going to miss you. Here's what you missed on Fantasy Football Frenzy. I didn't want it to end. Los Angeles Chargers at the Oakland Raiders tonight. Chargers are minus one and a half favorites on the road in Oakland, George. Over under 48 and a half. Uh, and I just put some fantasy football starters that you know you're going to start in tonight's game and not really have to worry about it. And I think that's running backs Melvin Gordon, Austin Eckler, and Josh Jacobs. Wide receivers Keenan Allen, Mike Williams I'm throwing in there, and Tyrell Williams. And then tight ends Darren Waller and Hunter Henry, both the tight ends. Uh, I'm not so sure you're starting either one of these defenses, especially not Oakland's defense, but what about the Chargers defense, George? Or is there anything else that you might be thinking about starting tonight in fantasy for, uh, for this game? Well, I'd rather not start the Chargers defense, but there are six teams on by. You could be stuck. I mean, uh, maybe you have no choice. New England's on by. Right, got to start somebody for them, so I could see that being an issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I said, in a perfect world, mm, no, I don't want to start the Chargers defense. They've been okay. They had a great game last week against Green Bay. They showed up. Yep. The team should be feeling it somewhat. They win tonight. They're right back in the wild card hunt. Whichever team wins tonight is really in the wild card hunt. Uh, this is the last, I believe it's the last primetime game for the Raiders in Oakland. Right? They're going to Vegas. So maybe that means something, maybe it doesn't. Uh, the bottom line for me is I think points are going to be put up on the board here, especially on the Chargers side, especially on the passing side. I think all the plays you mentioned, uh, you know, Mike Williams, Hunter Henry, Kyle Allen, uh, Kyle Allen, uh, <laughs> Keenan Allen. Uh, I, I was just answering a question on Twitter. Someone asked about Kyle Allen, or more specifically about the weather in Green Bay and uh, Allen on uh, Sunday. Right. Uh, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen has been somewhat of an enigma lately. You're starting him. I have no league. I have to start him, but he's been you know, more quiet than not since Gordon came back. So that's somewhat concerning. Rivers has eyes. And I mean, big time eyes for Hunter Henry of late. Yeah. Yeah. Hunt, Henry, Henry has been eating uh, a lot for the Chargers since he's been back. He's always loved the tight end, Rivers. I mean, he's ha- had Antonio Gates his whole career, who's a Hall of Fame, elite, top. Is he the best tight end to ever play the game based on longevity numbers accru- accrued? Antonio Gates? I would say he is, right? Uh, I, wouldn't, I don't even think he's all that close to the best ever. It really depends on what you're looking for in a tight end. Tight end is a weird position because do you want someone who can block? Right. Do you want someone who could just catch the ball? I mean, if it's That's just true. about catching the ball, like, I mean, Kellen Winslow back in the day was great. I mean, yeah. Shannon Sharp? I mean, man, he was fantastic. He, was, he wasn't a tight end. Though. He was a really a, a hybrid wide receiver tight end, but he rarely stayed at the block, but he was a nightmare. Right. In the open field, no one could, he was a major mismatch there. So it really depends on what you're looking for. Tony Gonzalez with Atlanta, he's definitely and, top three. Kansas City, yeah. he might be not, he might be number one. Right. You know, so I'd have a tough time saying Antonio Gates is one, but like I said, it's a tough position to judge because it's what are you looking for. Most teams will probably want that hybrid guy who can block and catch the ball. Gronk was very good at both. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.